Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Best Damn Sports Show on Stereo, the Young Black and Father Sports Test. I am your boy Q, and my school is a conference champion. How about those apples? I am joined for this episode by my incredible co-host. Please tell the world who you are. What's going on, y'all? It's Lou. I uh, hope everybody had a good couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks since we talked to you guys. Uh, so, it's ready to get into it, man. Hey, it's Pam. I have strep, so uh, I'm going to sound a little crappy today, but uh, I'm here. I missed you guys, and I can't wait to update you on what's been going on and where I've been. And I I am trying to figure out what sport to watch since everything else is on a break. (laughs) Yes, and the sports that are on suck right now. But anyway, so we missed you guys last week, and um, here's the reason why. Um, As the host, I took a host prerogative um, and let us have a week off to enjoy the wonderful CIAA tournament that happened this past week um, culminated on Saturday um, with the championship games in Baltimore. Um, If you're familiar familiar with the CIAA, you know that it was previously held in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Last year would have been the first year, would have been the first year that the tournament would have been hosted in Baltimore, but the CIAA decided, hey, COVID is, yeah, COVID is COVID, uh, and they decided to cancel the entire 2020-21 season. Um, So this was the first season that the CIAA was played, the CIAA tournament was played in Baltimore, and I have to, and I do have to say, I have to give many, many kudos to the city of Baltimore, and I know this is a shocking thing to say because I absolutely dislike that city, but they absolutely pulled out the stops and rolled out the red carpet um, for the CIAA. There was no, there was no incidents. Um, we can like the tournament was really, really built for the for the players and the teams and the alums of the teams to come and enjoyed some great basketball and there was some great basketball that happened over the course of the week. Um, and two new cra- Oh my God, this is crazy. Um, and two new champions were crowned um, in both the men's and the women's uh, in men's and women's basketball. Um, so I'm not going to go through all of the tournament. I'm just going to go through the championship games and tell you who uh, became champion of which. Uh, starting with the men's on the men's side, um, the championship game featured uh, Fayetteville State University and Virginia Union University. And Fayetteville State um, won their first CIAA uh, conference championship since 1973 uh, over Virginia Union. And on the women's side, which is why I started the show, talking about the CIAA, the Lincoln University Lions uh, Lady Lions defeated Elizabeth City State University. Yeah, 
I think I got that right. <laughs> Elizabeth City State University to capture Lincoln's first ever CIAA championship. Um, so I, w- I, I do have to say, as a Lincoln alum, um, I, I, I am absolutely through the roof right now that we um, bought a title home to the first HBCU. And um, just on a personal note, um, shout out to my birthday twin, um, who is an assistant coach on the, on the women's team. Um, and, you know, she worked her, she worked her butt off. And if you, if you paid attention and watched the broadcast, um, she got eight. So doing the, doing the, doing each broadcast, the broadcaster was giving out drip ratings. She got an eight drip. Um, from the from the announcing crew because of the the pants that she had on, um, at, it was a Lincoln throw, uh, like a throw blanket that she had custom made into a pair into a pair of pants. Um, yeah, broke the internet. Um, but uh, secondly, why this championship means so much to Lincoln, um, we have experienced over the past couple of weeks a lot of different. Uh, three distinct tragedies, I should say. Um, I start one of one of the players from the um, from the twenty twenty team um, was tragic tragically lost her life. Um, so the you know the, the the women's team dedicated the rest of the season to her memory. Um, and two weeks ago. Three students were stabbed on campus, and one ultimately lost his life. Um, um, so, of course, the campus is very much in mourning right now. Um, and lastly, we had um, we had to deal with the ongoing bomb threats that have been taken that have been happening. At HBCUs around the country, HBCUs around the country, um, and Lincoln had a bomb threat called in on Friday. So, just with the confluence of all those things, winning this championship um, and bringing that trophy back to Lincoln is a huge morale boost, not just for the campus, not just for the student body. It's a, it, it was a, it's a, it's a boost for, for all of the alums of, of the university. Um, and I can say I am a very, very happy alum right now. So that is the CIAA. Uh, we'll see you next year and next year back in Baltimore. And yeah. So with that, how was your couple of weeks? What happened? You know, tell me something that, you know, some good news. We, We've been here, you know, so much bad news been going on, especially with this Russia and Ukraine crap and everything. But so some good news. We have some good news they want to share before we get in, before we get into the word sports. Ironically, nothing's really happened. Um, just in enjoying still working from home and enjoying this life. That's pretty much me. Um Looking forward to March, looking forward to April, um, the weather breaking. Uh, I just wish there was some sports on. I really wish there was some sports on. 
Yeah, nothing really changed with me. Uh, just, just work. I mean, you know, nothing. I, and I completely agree with Greg. I, I mean, the only thing on is basketball, and you can I can only watch so much of it. So, <laughs> I don't know. About sums it up for me. It's good enough for me. Can I just like that? Can Can yeah. I just say something? The Olympics was ass. Oh, <laughs> I tried. I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch not one second of it. Not one second. I, I I just like I don't even want to go on like a long like monologue about it. It was just garbage. It was ass. Um, I've actually started watching MLS soccer because like I just don't care for anything else. Um, I started rewatching TV shows and shit because there's no sports on. But MLS has actually been really entertaining. I think it started back up. Oh, was that Sunday? And they just had back to back games. So I'm looking forward to MLS. I'm expecting MLB to have their lockout. So it's definitely fucked them for 2022. Uh, the NBA, I know I said that it didn't matter till after the All-Star break. I'm going to lie and say that uh, I didn't sell you guys a dream because honestly, this whole season's ass. Like this whole fucking season does not matter. <laughs> like all of our predictions, <laughs> I look back at them, they're garbage. Um, right. the, the teams we predicted, are bad and the teams that we thought were going to lose are bad it's just like teams are like how the fuck did chicago like like the mid-tier teams are all doing good so it's like fuck the nba um what other sports are there like i'm not watching golf honestly the only thing i'm sports wise outside of you know between now and the football season starting is the hot dog eating contest for the fourth of july everything else is garbage (laughs) (laughs) i don't think there's any sport that i really give a fuck about which is sad. It's fucking sad. It's true, oh, and, uh, yeah. and, and UFC, if they ever figure out how to, like, promote better fighters. Because I'm tired of seeing the same, like, 15 to three, four months. Cut that shit out. I'm, I'm really sick of it. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to start watching, like, you know, women's volleyball or something. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because I, I've been trying to watch men's basketball, like, college hoop. And I don't follow college basketball because most of the players I like never end up panning out in the NBA or like the team that I want to win March Madness because I got money on them. They never win. So it's fuck March Madness too. Oh, give me a, I need a sport. I'm going to watch the big three or something or slam ball or something. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, the USFL is coming back in a couple of weeks. You get some, some spring football. I need Vince McMahon to sell the WWE and bring back <laughs> fucking XFL. XFL. Like, bring well, back XFL. Wait, well, didn't, the, didn't the Rock take that over? Yes, the like, Rock. Yeah, XFL. It will be back next. It will be back relaunching next next year. And I need that. I still have my DC Defenders shit. Can you, like you know how long I waited to get my DC Defenders gear, and then Vince was like, "Nah, we ain't gonna do that." COVID and everything like that. Instead of just waiting it out, he sold the fucking company. Never mind. I'm gonna just shut well, up. He fought. He fought. He 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 folded them when COVID started. Um, but yeah, fuck this, my man. Anyway, Pam, how about you? Any good news to share? Um, it depends. What are you classifying as good news? Uh, hey, any. Anything that could be good considered good news. 
Um, well, um, I don't think. Good news. Um, I had strep. I have it now. I thought I was over being sick. Clearly, that was a lie. Um, I went to the Super Bowl. I worked the Super Bowl. That was fun. I met new people. That was always great. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's really it. I didn't do anything fun or cool or anything else after the Super Bowl. I kind of just been home and uh, you know mind my business. See, so, yeah. I like that. I, I'm jealous she got to go to the Super Bowl because I was watching like her Instagram and stuff. All that shit looks so fun. It's like, oh, like if I were to do Super Bowl, I know it would be hard to like kind of like work the Super Bowl, but it looked more entertaining to be a part of it, like you know, working it than it did actually watching that shit. Uh, one, I can't afford to actually go to the Super Bowl, so any way I can go and actually like participate in it, I think I might do that in future years maybe when the baby gets a little bit older i'm going to see what i can do to get into an event like that because from her perspective the super bowl looked fun and for every celebrity it just looked like they spent a whole lot of money to pretty much like sit in a box to not watch football so yeah yeah that that's uh basically what happened the weekend was not impressed um oh there you go i just thought about it i'm sorry I'm sorry, Rock. Sorry, Dwayne. Uh, highlight for me, I got to meet The Rock and uh, shake his hand and talk to him for a bit before he went out and um, introduced the two teams. So for me, that was uh, a huge highlight. Um, Look at that. That right yeah. there was better than the halftime show. Nah, watch your mouth now. Oh. We put a lot of work into that. Watch your mouth. No, I, can, I understand you put in a lot of work. So did 50 Cent when he tried to climb upside down. So, yeah, um, I commend you for what you did. The Super Bowl halftime <laughs> show, it looked like it was well presented. Um, I forgot who it was. It wasn't Baylor, but he was saying, like, the, the setup looked kind of whack. But for me, it took seeing the behind the scenes and the process that, like, I think you did, like, a time lapse. or I saw a time lapse of how long, like, it took to get everything arranged and everything like that before they even came out. So that made me appreciate it more. And then, you know, seeing more than just like the houses to see like how they had like the landscape of California's like underneath everything. I was like, that added more perspective to me. So Mary, she did yeah. good. Uh, okay. No, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I just, you know, next year, depending, I think it's in what, Vegas next year? I'm definitely not going to that. because uh, No, it's in uh, Arizona next year. It's a, oh, yeah, it is in Arizona. And then the year after is in, uh, what's the name, Vegas. Yeah, I, I won't go to Arizona unless Arizona ends up in a Super Bowl. So technically, I'm not going. Um, but yeah, yeah. But actually, Q, there's one good thing that did come out of this, you know, the last time we did an episode. I have grown to absolutely love Brock Lesnar as a person and as a character. I don't get it. I hated this man for like six consecutive years he is the funniest fucking maybe it's because of the podcast he was on so he was on i forgot whose podcast it was like two weeks ago and um <laughs> the announcer uh, pat mcafee wasn't it pat yeah McAfee. yes yeah like seeing brock lesnar like be himself instead of just being like this menacing like you know just asshole i'm like, Yo, like that's who I, that's the fucking brock i like like 
I, I like the Mr. Miyagi Brock. I don't like the, you know, like the other one. Like, I, I don't get it. The, the brand is still shit, but that's a story for another day. New Japan has gotten better to me. Um, I do now. I'll like just look at the replays and stuff on Sunday mornings. So I watch that. Um, Impact Wrestling, I'm still on the fence with because I can never catch it because either like I'm recording something or doing something. And what's, what's the other one that I, I'm always saying I'm going to watch? But I, I never AEW? Watch. Um, that shit. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. I, I try, but no, I, I can't do it yet. I, I have I have to say I'm pleasantly surprised with New Japan, though. I usually watch that while I'm cleaning the house. I couldn't tell you anybody's fucking name. It's just good wrestling. I'm like, oh, that guy. Cool. Like, the, everything about that shit just looks dope. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like I, I sort of got, I can't tell you who is on New Japan. You be like, hey, like uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm like, yeah, like no, and I know he's not on like New Japan, but like right. you told me who he was. I'm like, no, no, fuck that. I don't know who that guy is, but <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> It'd be so dope. You know? <laughs> so yeah, like New Japan has become my favorite thing. I just have to learn the wrestlers' names though. Um, also, I want to shout out George. Uh, so George is one of my friends who works with Verizon. And his son, his favorite wrestler is Luchasaurus. And I never knew who the fuck Luchasaurus was until he sent me a clip. And I was like, oh, that's the big Ray Mysterio looking motherfucker, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> He's a big so, dude, though, I, too. Yeah, he, he, he looks like, like he, 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 yeah, I was going to say something disrespectful. Let me just leave that alone. But he, he's like a really good wrestler, bro. Like, and I want to is he on AEW or Impact? Because I just, all I did was watch clips of him. So he's on AEW. Maybe I got to start watching for him because his highlight reels. Oh my god, yo, he is a really, really like he's talented. So yeah, you wouldn't. You I don't wouldn't expect a, a big man to move like that. Yes, and I, I think that was was so dope because it's like, bro, like I'm not you. Maybe it's because I've been spoiled by like the same like 26 people from WWE. So now that I'm branching out. I'm starting to like enjoy other aspects of wrestling, like. New Japan's just been my shit for like the past like three weeks. Um, I, I don't understand anything outside of the commentators. Like I don't understand like the the setups and stuff like that. But it's it's fun to me. It's fun to watch. Like I'll be sitting there cleaning the house. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like nobody's botching anything. There's no long ass monologue storylines and shit. It's just like yo, like get to it. Like that's what I like. So New Japan's been my shit. Impact. Uh, I'm gonna try this week. I'm definitely gonna try um, Impact. AEW. Uh, I, I know Pam's probably going to mention like the whole situation with Homeboy leaving, um, but WWE, I'm I'm hoping honestly for the best. I think we're what are we in the home stretch for um, WrestleMania? So if we I are, so. I will be tuned in. Yeah, if we are, I'm looking forward yes, to WrestleMania because like it's what like a month away. Is it? It's a month in like a April. week, right? Mm-hmm. Eight, so. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to see. I'm going to give them, you know, WrestleMania. I feel like I owe that to them. That's one event I don't miss. It's like the Super Bowl. But overall, like, I was brilliantly impressed. Like, after the Super Bowl, when I had nothing to watch, wrestling didn't let me down. So shout out to New Japan for, like, giving me something. Like, so again, should, uh, shout out to New Japan, man. That's all I have to say. All right. Um, so it's been a while since we had a wrestling update. Because Pam uh, been doing 
many, many different things, including Super Bowl, you know, being at the Super Bowl and um, also trying to get well. But here she is this week. So, Pam, the floor is yours. Thank you so much. And uh, before I fully start, my amazing co-host sent us a voice note. So I'm going to play that right now. Finally, you have finally seen the light. I'm so happy. And she's absolutely right, Fred. I'm so proud of you for seeing the light. It took you a while, but... uh, Well, no, it it took you two. Honestly, for me, like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to just talk my shit. I'm just going to go and give it a chance. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to know the entire New Japan roster in like a month or two. It's going to take some time. Um, AEW, the same thing. Like, I just feel like with New Japan, everything that I want from wrestling, I get from them. From like storylines and like, you know, the storytelling, I get a little bit more from like the US based like wrestling. So, Wait on it. Even though I know Cashley's told us before, she told me, she was like, no, like once you start to like understand who the wrestlers are in New Japan, like it'll make sense. So I'm hoping that that's the case. I know it's going to happen. I just have to give that time. Um, and then who knows, like in six months, I can look back at WWE and be like, damn, like I wouldn't complain about them because everything I see is just trash. So, but yeah, that's just thoughts on that man and shout out to lucha source that dude he's a fucking monster bro i love him i love him he's like he's really good and he's definitely very um i will say he's definitely a slept on to say the least uh he's a really really good wrestler and i like him personally um just me. And he's also very sweet. I met him on the cruise uh, in 2020, Jericho Cruise Part 2, I think the second one. Um, and he was really sweet to everybody, like top to bottom, sweetest sweetest guy ever. So I definitely support Luchasaurus. Um, for New Japan, I would definitely say in six months, it's almost time for Wrestle Kingdom season. So that's actually great timing mm. for you. Okay, so look at that. Now, question. Oh, is Luchasaurus mm-hmm. like... I- is he like is he six like seven foot? Um, you can't ask someone who's in who's closer to four feet. So I I'm not a good person oh. to gauge his height for you. I'm five <laughs> two and a half. Okay. So everyone is massive to me, but he's massive. Fair enough. Um, next to Booker T, he was taller than Booker T. So that should tell you about how uh, how tall he is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's a big. Yeah, he's definitely a big dude. Um, but to do a quick little overview on what is going on. So right now for WWE, it is WrestleMania season, like Greg mentioned. So we are, if I'm not mistaken, we're like 35, 36 days away from WrestleMania. Uh, it's a two-night event, which, you know, um, I'm a little upset. I feel like Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch should headline. We've already seen a Roman versus Brock. Uh, but this is a title for title. So whoever win, winner takes all type thing. Kind of like how they did the Raw and SmackDown uh, Women's Championship back in, uh, I forgot which mania that was, but the mania in New York. So I'm kind of over that storyline, but we'll we'll see. You know, I, I liked it. I feel like Roman has evolved his character so much. So I'm excited to see that. 
What I am not excited to see, um, I love The Miz. Do not get me wrong. That man can cut a promo. But I don't want to see him and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. I could definitely do without that. I'm I'm over it. Um, I could definitely do without Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. These are not WrestleMania matches to me. Um, and it's part reason why I haven't really watched the product personally. Uh, the other reason, of course, is because I am busy as heck with school and work and trying to get the little one into daycare. But um, I'm kind of over it. I am. I'm over that. I don't want to see it anymore. I feel like it's been played out. I feel like we need new people, new faces. Um, the redemption story for um, Bianca Belair. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Charlotte Flair. Lord. Her versus Rhonda. Again, feel like a been there, done that story. Um, so I'm just, I don't know. This mania, I'm going to go because it'll be my fifth mania in a row, fifth, sixth mania in a row. So, of course, I'm going to go for that reason. But if I had any other reason to go, um, I would hope that it would have been something better. But it wasn't. So, you know, yeah, I'm just kind of like, screw it. You know, this this mania isn't really good. I will say, though, I'm ready for Naomi and Sasha versus Zelina and Carmella. I want them to put the belts on them. I think the Team Bad Reunion, Sasha and the Sailor Moon gear. I'm ready. I'm ready. Naomi to bring some bling to the women's tag team belt. I'm here for it. Like, I'm, I'm excited for things like that. But there are so many matches that I'm not excited for that I don't know if I'm honestly going to enjoy this WrestleMania. So that's all for Dari. Now on to AEW. Hangman Adam Page, he's still champ. But now he's going against Adam Cole. And there's some rivalry going on with the Bullet Club, old versus new. We kind of got like Bullet Club in New Japan with the Young Bucks versus Adam Cole and Undisputed Era in NXT. There's some little rivalry, some little friction going on there. I'm excited to see what happens with that. Um, Jade Cargill, TBS champion. If I'm not mistaken, she's on the road to like 50 and 0. I think she's at like 30 now, 31. And oh, she has not lost. Why? Because she's that bitch, as she says. And I mean, when you see her, you can't help but agree. Um, her versus Ty Conti, mm, again, again, definitely could do it out. AEW's main issue, and I'll say this every week, they do not know how to introduce new wrestlers to people who have no clue who they are outside of mainstream we cannot sit here and do research on these people for you it is your job as the company to say hey this is this person let's go ahead and you know let's introduce them let's show them what their character is about if you've never been on the indie scene if you have never been to like a bar wrestling or a house of glory or a pwg or anything like that you would have no clue who these people are so AEW, tony khan you definitely need to get it together. The big news that happened in AEW this past couple weeks, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, the EVP and the, what was Brandy calling herself? The chief brand officer. They're gone. What is going on with the company? Why is one of your EVPs and your chief brand officer, why are they leaving? Some are saying Cody's going to go to WWE. To be honest, 
I pray to God not. I I promise you that might be my breaking point, to be honest with you. With Jay, I might be like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not watching. Uh, Impact, they had their hard to kill pay-per-view, I believe it was. All of their pay-per-views sound like some Tom Clancy type video game. It's it's always something crazy with them. Uh, but it was actually pretty good. They had Impact versus ROH, what I thought was great because since ROH went out of business, you know, Impact's kind of just, you know, they're just trying to, I guess, give people a job per se. But uh, it was actually a really good match. I really enjoyed it. I honestly didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. But it was actually really good. So if you have the chance, make sure you go and check out Impact's last pay-per-view because, it, it, like I said, it was really, really good. But we do have two voice memos. So, oh, now we have three. Let's play, and they're all from Cashly, of course. Let's play them. Without Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Neither one of them want to be there. I, I I wish I had a thought. Um, Rousey came back <laughs> in what, like Royal? <laughs> she, she came back in like Royal Rumble, right? Um, um, was it Royal Rumble? I believe yeah, so. Yes. I thought she she won Rumble, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying my hardest not to say anything negative. Um, to to bring both her and Brock back as like faces, I'm I'm happy. They did that because, like, I don't know how much more I could have taken of, like, the mean scowl, like, Ronda Rousey. But, like, we had, you know, all had talked about with Charlotte. I feel like she's over the brand now. But I don't think, I don't want to say she's pigeonholed in the company. But it's like, like, they don't want to make her the, the face of the brand anymore. They're hoping for something else. But it's like, she's been that for X amount of years. Like, just make her, like, Roman. I mean, you did the same thing for... That fucking uh, the twin. Wh- which one was it? That um, she couldn't wrestle, but she was just like always a champ. Um, one, one of the fucking Bella. When? Um, oh, one, you one talking about Vicky? Yeah. Or Brie? So, yeah. Well, either one of them. Like, I think Brie was the one who actually could wrestle, and the other one just looked good. She was dating John Cena. So. Oh uh, yeah, that's either way. But yeah, for me, when it comes to Charlotte and Ronda. I'm glad the match is happening so we can get over it. I just don't want to see it again in SummerSlam and then again for, I don't know if they haven't TLC this year or not, but either way, I just don't want to see. Jesus. Um, yeah, I already see that. Cause isn't that how it works? Like they do like a, uh, either a champ for champ match for WrestleMania or just like a, uh, one-on-one, just like an actual match. It never ends with like anybody losing. It just always looks like a tie and then it goes into SummerSlam and it's like, Oh yeah, well this is the the rematch, and then the rematch ends with like somebody you don't want to win winning, and they win the belt and they hold it for a couple of months, and then you end up getting either like TLC or Royal Rumble. They end up like having that final match that rounds out the year, going right back into WrestleMania with somebody new. So with them two, I just I, I won't say I don't care. I just hope that whatever they do plan with it leads to Charlotte leaving the company. You honestly like, think, think Charlotte's gonna leave? Let's, let's I think honest. so. I, I think okay. so. Why? Uh, and the that? only reason I, only reason I, I think so is because it's just like a hope of mine. I feel like she doesn't really have anywhere else to go, but I would like to see her go somewhere else and thrive. Like 
obviously like she's in the best position with WWE, but how they did her father and how they did her fiance and everything's like, bro, like that's uh, a lot to deal with. And I don't feel like they've utilized her enough in my personal opinion. She's probably one of my favorite female wrestlers outside of Nia Jax. And, you know, I just wish Nia Jax. (laughs) I just wish they did right by her, man. Like when I look at some of the, like the women wrestlers that used to be in the WWE, I'm like, yo, like, you could have done everything you're doing with these people that are here, but it's like you let them go and they, they're in better shape now than they were, you know, with the WWE. Like, uh, what's her name? Tanelle Dashwood. Like, she looks like in amazing shape. I'm like, yo, like she could still fucking wrestle to this day. Her issue was, you know, Vince was trying to make her to be like Nikki Ash, like just like a gimmick. I'm like, she can fucking wrestle. What is going on here? But I, I, don't, I don't know. I just really hope that Charlotte just. She puts on a good fight with Rousey and Rousey, like, I won't say a change in the guard because Rousey's not changing anybody's guard at all. But I just hope that they just do Charlotte right, especially if she's going out on her shield at Mania. So that's the only wish I have. Well, I will definitely say I don't, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do her right. Um, And the reason I say that is because they know that at AEW, Andrade, he ain't really got nothing going on right now. All he's dealing with is just like Matt Hardy and some weird feud with Matt Hardy. Like it's, I can't even explain it because it's it's really that fucking weird. Like I don't think anyone else gets the part, the reason even why they teamed up. Um, someone even posted on Twitter like Travel Guerrero was there. Travel was supposed to be like the, was supposed to start with him and then. It was supposed to go from him to introducing Ric Flair, but then, you know, the whole thing with, like, the airplane thing and Ric Flair, like, basically doing what he did to that lady on the airplane. Um, They were like, yeah, this probably isn't, like, the best time for us to do this. Um, So I think that, I don't know. Like, I feel like she's not going to go anywhere. She loves it. She does wrestling for her brother who passed away, unfortunately. Um, So I don't know. I feel like I don't think she's going to go anywhere, to be honest. I feel like she she kind of likes it now. And, you know, at least this is something that she knows. It's a definite. Whereas if she goes somewhere else, she doesn't know what they're going to do, do or how they're going to handle her character or things like that. So I'm yeah, kind of excited to see that. what will happen um, as far as with her. Now, we'll say, like I said earlier, I don't like what's going on with Bianca Belair. Like, I... I it really hurts my heart because she's so talented and it's like every time we turn around, they're like, okay, well, we got to put new people. My thing is, if you're going to rotate somebody, rotate fucking, uh, what was her? Becky Lynch. I'm, I'm over mm-hmm. her. Uh, I get it. She had a baby. <laughs> she came back. Now she's married to Seth Rollins. Great. Congratulations. But like, Becky's not that good. Like, I, I yeah. don't see the hype in her. And it's not just me. So that's the good part, but I just, I don't, I'll never see the hype in her. Um, I haven't before. I still haven't. Was I excited? She came back. Yeah, of course. You know, who wouldn't be excited that, you know, someone came back, they had a baby. I'm a mom. I'm going to support that. That's what's up. In the same sentence, I'm also like, all right, you had a baby, but that doesn't mean that you should now get everything under the fucking sun. And, oh, let's also get this and, 
keep the title. Like, no, no, no. Like, it's played out. It's been there, done that. Like, we need something more. We need new talent. Now, do I think Bianca needs to do a little better on the mic? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like she could do a lot better on the mic. And I feel like, you know, she probably would need some help. Like, if she gets some help from her husband, perfect. But it's just very... You have to get it together. Um, I'm excited to see what Vince is going to say on Pat McAfee's show on Thursday. So if you haven't checked it out, definitely go check that out. See what that's going to be like. But we have three more voice memos. So let's play them. There's no way around it. She's a star. She's got it. Agree. Stop signing people at this point. Um, It's becoming oversaturated, and I'm pretty sure that catering is way too full. Agree? I agree. Becky Lynch is straight up trash. Yep. Again, all things I agree with a thousand percent. Pam, I had a question for you. Of course. Um, because I, I really haven't been keeping up. I mean, I've been keeping up a little bit with WWE, but what are they doing with Edge right now? Um, Edge has an open challenge going on right now, and um, that's that's uh, really it. Because I, I mean, roster. I, I, was that, roster well, see, that's the thing. I've been reading Twitter and and like you know certain websites. I have no idea which one's true. But a majority of them that would end up wrestling Cody Rhodes. Oh, Jesus Christ. If that right. happens, I'm turning WrestleMania off. I will right. fucking turn that shit off. I'm not going to talk shit because I told myself, you know what? I'm going to be a better person this month. Notice I said this mm-hmm. month, not this year. Um, not- but, hey, we, we, small doses. But when it comes to WrestleMania, I feel like all of us hold that to the, the only pay-per-view and our and I'm hoping this that we hold to a standard was like you can't fuck this up. Like it, it can't be something you just intentionally just drop the ball on. Vince is historically like he's built WrestleMania since probably day literally day one when they did that pay-per-view. He's been building since then. So the fact that they have like less than nothing and like was it the Jackass movie came out what like three weeks ago? And as a result, like we're getting a fucking WrestleMania match for a movie that will not even be in theaters at that time. It's like, uh, okay. But if Cody Rose goes and does an open challenge against Edge, and it's like, oh, so damn, like, why didn't you just might as well put fucking Kevin Nash and uh, Razor Ramon in a one-on-one fight? Just get a whole bunch of old motherfuckers who used to wrestle here that are back here for some unknown fucking reason. Well, and here's um, the other thing. I, I, and this is about, I think, three or four days after Cody left AEW. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I want to say it was on TikTok. I, I, I can't remember. But it was a little video of him sitting in a locker room to like, like a suitcase. And there was a sign on it that just said, it still fits. And he opens oh, it up Jesus. and he pulls, yeah, he pulled out the Stardust. Yep. <laughs> sell, the, sell the company, bro. I'm sorry. I, I, I've talked cash shit about him for months. Sell the goddamn company. Give it to Disney, please. 
I'd rather be able to watch The Mandalorian and WrestleMania from the same brand because you and Peacock ain't doing nothing. This shit is garbage. Um, Basuda. It, it is bad. Um, I definitely agree. It's hard to watch now, um, especially because normally around this time I'm asleep. And I'm trying to watch as we're literally talking. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on with like Finn Balor. I don't know. He got married and now he is weird. So there's there's yeah. that. Um, but away from wrestling and onto the Super Bowl, because I want to get that out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of drama behind the scenes. And uh, <laughs> um I I really, really, really hope no one flags me for this, but Kendrick Lamar is a diva. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, what? We spent a whole day mm-hmm. trying to get down his choreography. He didn't like his camera angles. Uh, he actually ended up arguing with his bodyguard who looked a hot mess. He had two blonde dookie braids going to the back. It just, it was, it was screaming like need a touch up. It was, it was bad. Um, yeah. Like it was so He's bad that braids. the other performers, literally Dre, all of them, like they just stayed in their dressing room and Kendrick was the only one that we had to keep setting up the Senate third, setting up the Senate third. So, um, yeah, Kendrick is a huge, huge diva. Like no fun at all. Didn't and didn't he didn't he have like the shortest performance though? Like did, he jumped out of like a trash can, like Mr. Grant. Actually, Eminem did. Well, I mean, yeah, I can see that. But no, like, but didn't he jump out of a, like a trash can, like Mr. Grouch? I know he did. Like he did not did jump out of a trash can. It was a box. It was like a, was, a box. Yeah, it was a box. A literal. <laughs> FedEx, UPS, large size box that <laughs> we were all, when we first saw it, like, are they going to paint this? Are they going to, is it going to be like color? Um, we, we, we honestly still to this day don't understand the reference of the box. Um, I will say the location where he performed that on that map of LA was Compton. So, wow. It, Again, people wouldn't know that, but that's something that we learned. So we were like, oh, okay, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought he was from the I thought I saw a documentary or something that, uh, that he, was, um, he was from Compton. He was like born and raised there. Yeah, but that's the thing. It only has significance to him because people who were watching it at home, which is clearly, I think it was like over 50 million people who watched that shit. The issue was we only saw we went from a transition of 50 cent hanging upside down to seeing Mr. Grouch jump out the trash can. That's no, it, it was Mary J. Blige next. And then Mary oh, yeah, Bell opened her legs and then yep. you saw him. And then he jumped out the trash can. Yeah. Come on now. Like, and then he was like, all my life I had to fight to f- come out of fucking trash can. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I was sitting there. I was like, yo, like drop, drop the next album. How about that? But to find well, out that's that he's the a thing. He's not going oh, to. Um, people ask him about it. Actually, when I went out one night and uh, I <laughs> I met my uh, my favorite porn star that night. Um, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Say yes, like Napoleon Dynamite. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yes. <No>? Um, <laughs> yes. 
Like so when I, I met him, uh, I actually ended up meeting someone from TDE. Is that his label or whatever? Um, yeah, label. I met one of them and the dude was like talking shit. He's like, yeah, Kendrick, don't fuck with these niggas. Da, 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 da. I was like, I ain't seen you at practice. And he was like, oh, what you mean? I said, like I said, I ain't seen you at practice. So who are you? He's like, oh, I'm with TDE, you don't see the chain, da, da, da. I was like, okay. Like I said, I've never seen you at practice, but okay, sure, go off. Um, and he was like, yeah, Kendrick was telling us, like, he's not really fucking with niggas, he don't like this, he don't like that, da, da, da. I was like, well, then you need to talk to him about being a fucking diva because we tired. Like, I don't, well, yeah. you guys don't know this, but um, one cart, like my cart specifically, it uh it weighed like two thousand pounds just for one car. Oh, no. The hydraulics <laughs> that had Dre's whole stuff on it, uh, that was like I think they said that was six thousand pounds. So like these carts that you see us pushing aren't well, y'all didn't see us pushing them, but they are not light. Uh, my cart had twelve people. The big cart, like the neighborhood, those had twenty plus people on it. So it was it was definitely a massive thing, and it it was not um. Definitely not for the week. And it was a shit ton of fun. Mary was cool. Uh, trying to think who else. Oh, a girl, she tackled Eminem. And, um, a girl child, tackled Eminem? Ready, yeah, I was ready to fight. A 91 cat. Oh, that's, good. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we think it's because she, um, she wasn't all right in the head. The reason why I say that is because I saw her earlier that day and she was like, trying to sneak water in and um this uh the guy was like uh yeah you can't bring that in here da, da, da. and she's like my water it's medicated and the security oh, yeah. guard was like i don't care if it's piss you can't bring it like, oh yeah no. she was definitely about to be like old lady from misery for eminem <laughs> right he's gonna be tied to a bed jesus make me another rap <laughs> <laughs> she was really about to try to kill B-Rabbit <laughs> so not kill oh. B-Rabbit you aggravate me oh my god yo. Yo. Uh, <laughs> got medicated water for Eminem <laughs> oh oh <laughs> yeah she oh, she Lord. was she was off her rocker but we uh we were upset because she did all of that and she ended up not um she ended up not uh, actually um, getting fired. And we were like, well, that's weird because how she didn't get fired. But yet, you know, they tried to fire this black girl because she, um, whatchamacallit, all because she gave Dre her um, her business card. So we had to literally vouch for the girl like, well, if you don't fire her, then you got to fire old girl too because she literally tackled somebody. All the other girl did was give him her business card. Like, so it was a it was a lot of people are just drama filled, so it was a lot of drama in that aspect. But um it was a shit ton of fun. Uh, you know, I definitely was over Jersey Mikes. That's what they fed us. Um Ew. yeah, we had Jersey Mikes or Panera. That was like our choices. Okay, I, can, I, can, I can do I can do Panera Jersey Mikes. You can't do Panera because it was Panera. It was all sandwiches the whole time. Everything was sandwiches. Oh no! Absolutely not. Oh no! You were not. Oh no! 
they, they gave y'all the corporate lunch break food, like the brown bag yes. lunch. Like, no. Like you mm-hmm. guys are doing such a great job. Here you go. That's that's what they that's what they gave us. Yeah, yeah. Um, eat this fucking ham and turkey with the Swiss cheese and the the one slice of tomato on the oversale bread and shit. Fuck that. I'll go to I'll go to Give me a whopper for eight hours. It's, bruh, you trying to tell me Kendrick Lamar jumped out of trash can, but I gotta eat his food? Like, get the fuck out of here. Not <laughs> eat his food. <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> Stay humble. <laughs> oh, see, see, Louis. Hey, hey, Lou. hey, he go. <laughs> hey, he go. Lou is back. Oh huh? my god. Oh. My yeah, god. I will say though, like I said, everyone else was really nice, really sweet. We had some drama ourselves. There was cops that were called. Um, it was, Lord, it was a little, little crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, one of the roommates that we were with. They uh they decided they didn't want to um leave. We we had a come to agreement that hey, if things get too hectic or you know, however, if it's any drama, you gotta go. We we all agreed to that, and then sure enough, our roommates they started getting belligerent, drunk every night. Uh, everyone knows I have work in the morning. They didn't care. They. Literally two, three in the morning, they're banging on the door because they're so drunk they forgot the actual um, cold to get in. <sighs> it was it was a lot, but cops got called. One of my roommates, who unfortunately I don't like bringing race into things, but she was a white woman. She did the white woman cry, and uh, ended up almost getting dude arrested. So, yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh, <clears throat> It was crazy on that aspect, but that's like said, despicable. Very extremely, but you know what? I stayed out of it. I was like, "This ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't care." You know, mind my business, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, so yeah, that was like the highlight. We had to have one of our the people across from us in the Airbnb actually come stand at the door. Um, one of the roommates, I won't say her name. Um, she literally was like, he's a danger to all of us and he, we, we can't live like this. I was like, uh, okay, sure. So, um, yeah, just, I would just say you gotta weaponize things in a good way, not a bad way. That's, that's my only thing, you know, use, use your privilege for good, not for bad. Um, I'm trying to think what other drama happened. Oh, someone, um, NFL has this technology on their phones where if you were like, while we were practicing, let's say someone pulled out their camera, they have this app technology on their phone where it actually shows who has their camera out and, uh, it can spot you like all the way from the very, very, very top of the, um, top of the stadium. So, it was, uh, but, but but the NFL can't tell if a guy's offsides or exactly, start. but they crazy. can do that though, right? That's crazy, they won't release the report about Dan, Daniel Mark Snyder. Fuckers. You know what? See, Q starting shit, Q starting shit. We ain't got no yeah. football to talk about. Here go Q, goddamn Washington Commanders, <laughs> 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 Washington Commanders. 
Commander. 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 That's your team. Stand in it. Ten toes down. But yeah, other than that, um, the celebrity drama, let's see, Kanye West was right behind me. Didn't even know it was him. Um, Someone tried to actually fight YG and Tyga. That was crazy. Um, One of my co-workers tried to buy Coke off the weekend. (laughs) What the fuck? Wow. Wait, did you say buy Coke or buy a Coke? Buy Coke. Cocaine. Cocaina. Yo, why were we watching the game? For real? We need to watch that. That was where the fuck... Yo, can you imagine like walking up the weekend and be like, yo, uh, you, you got some blow? And then he says, yes, like, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Oh my God, I would have... I would have died. Oh my, uh, oh my Lord. Y'all are Y'all are bro. <laughs> can you can you imagine that though? Like, oh my god! Um, yeah, I can. What was the mm-hmm. other drama? There was one more big, big thing, and I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, someone tried to sneak into the Super Bowl. That was funny. Um, I have video footage that I will share in our group chat of a guy literally like. You're choking me. You're hurting me. It's because I'm white. It's because I'm white. Like it was, it was. Oh my Lord. So much craziness. Uh, Roger Goodell was actually really sweet. He said hi to everybody. Um, he thanked all of us. So that was the drama <laughs> with him. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's really everything. Um, I just was laughing. The weekend paid a million dollars to sit in the end zone to not be able to see because you can't really see anything from them seats. Um, <laughs> and I will say, well, I like the technology at the stadium. So there's that. Too. Well, we, the, the weekend set it uh, in the end zone seats. Yeah, that's where he was. Well, we know what the goal line was made out of then. You know what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all need help. Y'all are wild. We do. This we is do. more entertaining. Yo, this is more entertaining than any fucking sport that has happened in the past month. Including the Super Bowl. So yeah, so that's my recap. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh y'all got voice notes, please play them. Yes. All right, here we go. Oh, hell no. I won't eat that one bit. I'll just chunk it in the trash can. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? I I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing but the next voicemail. Here we go. Man, I really don't like drama one bit because people like to start drama and uh, is my dad. Wait, what is he talking about? His dad? I'm confused. What's going on? Hey, that, hey, that was that was the weekend in the end zone. Peyton, 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 the Lions and shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Last one. Here we go. Just get out the this is you're in and move on. 
to somebody else or do something good in their life. No drama, no people fighting, arguing back and forth about bullshit. Best thing to do, dude, what your mind, your brain, or your heart. So I have a speech to pass. Okay. We can tell. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, but that's I'm, I'm trying to figure out mind. if he was speaking uh, pig Latin or. Yeah. Oh, someone threw tomato at you? Yeah. Oh, was he sitting with the weekend? Kate Nanzo? No, that I'm sorry. That was fucking. That first voicemail was funny. Like I already thought he had a speech impediment, but that shit was gold. I'm sorry. That was funny as. No, recently. Oh hell no! I won't eat that one bit. I'll just chunk it in the trash can. What? How is that not fucking funny to y'all? Oh, he ain't jumping. I'm not jumping in the damn trash can. Yo. Kendrick really jumped in the fucking... What? <laughs> how does nobody... How, how did that guy... <laughs> I gotta play it again. I gotta play it again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. I won't eat that one bit. I'll chunk it in the trash can. <laughs> Bro, and I, here's the thing. Somebody's gonna be like, well, damn, Greg, you being an asshole. No, it's not about him having a speech impediment. He's the only person on this entire panel who is just like me trying to figure out all the things you could have done for the Super Bowl. And you say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump out the trash can. And to add context to it, when Pam said that he was like over Compton, right? Like the trash can was over Compton. Like, did he think that he was like imitating like Super Mario Brothers when they like, they come out that green like thing and shit and they're on the next level? Because what the yeah, fuck, bro? What yeah, the fuck? And you keep saying yeah. that trash can is a box. My man's went to FedEx and was like, yo, let me get that extra large for $27. And that's what they talked out of. And then okay. all they did, no lie, was spray paint Dre Day on it, which didn't make sense to me either. Exactly. Um, well, well, that's probably why he was so pissed off. Because if you've ever, like, okay, I've never done this, but I'm trying to picture it, right? So the reason why I said the trash can made more sense is because I've seen... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Trash cans get knocked over and you just like tip them back on their side and you put shit in it i've never seen someone say you know what there's a toppled over fedex box which means kendrick lamar had to wait until the fedex box was built and then step into the shit does that not is that not funny to y'all that is fucking hilarious oh my goodness but, i honestly like, just to this day i still don't understand why he did it it just it just it doesn't make I'm sense. I'm telling you, he, he was imitating Mario Brothers. Like when they come, it was like like that shit, and he just like pops out the look. Yo, oh my god, yo, I cannot believe that man. Oh. The entire time, like I could have gone my entire life knowing that Kendrick Lamar 
he just randomly appeared in the Super Bowl. But now that I know he jumped out of a FedEx box and he was an asshole. No, which FedEx box was it? Like, was it the small, the medium, or the large? That Unless was the extra the one that, large. Oh, man. So he went into, like, an economy size. Fe- okay. Let's yes. Move on. Let, let's move on. This That's why I said. He went and was like, let me get that extra large special. And that's literally what they did because that's literally that's what they did. You know what? Because we were all asking, even the dancers, we were asking the dancers like, hey, um, what's the purpose of this? And the dancers are like, mm-hmm. like they didn't even know. So I don't I don't know. We didn't get it. They didn't get it. It just, you know, I'm for the episode. I'm sorry. I don't. No. I don't want to keep dragging this on. I really don't. But why did Kendrick Lamar's dancers all look the same too? I, I don't get See, that. We're asking the right question. You know what? the The episode title is going to go from "Who Drained the Lake Show" to "Fed Up," because I think all of us are fucking fed up with fed these FedEx. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! Dude, I don't. I don't, I don't think there's any other sport that matters other than the Super Bowl now. That is. This is why we took a week off to come back and y'all can get this this beautiful glory. Because wow, Jesus, this man jumped out of FedEx. And we have there, all and we have Pam. We have Pam to thank for all of it. Oh yeah, you're welcome. And to think, the fact that Greg was over there going, "No, you shouldn't go out. You shouldn't go anywhere." When yep. you have this fire content. Yep. But imagine jump out of a FedEx box, and the first thing you say is, "All my life, I had to fight." Mm-mm-mm. Oh my goodness! He had to fight fight to get out that box. Exactly. He had to fight to get in. Oh yeah! Him getting in the box, I will definitely tell you there were a couple people that bust their ass. I'm not even gonna lie. There was a couple people that definitely bust their ass. All right. So um, one more question, and we can move on. I I swear, this is my last thing. And and don't and, and don't laugh because I'm trying not to myself. Okay. When it was time for him, like you know how Fifty Cent, like we saw the behind the scenes where he like he did like a pull up in order to get on you know on that bar, right? Did somebody lift Kendrick Lamar to get into that trash can? I'm sorry, into that FedEx bar. Uh, you are so petty. How can we not laugh? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, yo, like like that was a big ass box because he hid in that box. Which means he also had to like step one leg over without it tippling, you know, toppling over. I mean, or somebody is he like that him. Is he short? Yeah, no, he is. Oh, if you if he you told short? me somebody, okay. if you told me somebody picked him up like Chrissy <clears throat> Swanson in the uh, the Winter Olympics and shit by his arms and lifted him into that box. <clears throat> yeah, he is. He is tiny. Um, I'm five two. I want to say he's like five six max. Jeez. Wow. See? Yeah, he's, all he's his really all awesome. his life he had to flight. What else you got, sir? Because uh, <laughs> no, this is too much. My goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, well, first of all, thank you, Pam, for that wonderful update and for spilling the spilling the tea and what happened behind this <laughs> behind the scenes in SoFi. At the Super Bowl, um, also, um, 
Hey, oh, last thing before I forget, Q, because I don't want to forget this. Russell Wilson and Sierra. Don't don't idolize them. That's all I'm gonna say. Did you say don't idolize them? Yep. Do not. They, right. Don't put that whole. Oh, everything looks great. There. I want Sierra's mm. prayer. No, you don't. Russell Wilson was walking, no lie, at least like 20, 30 feet ahead of Sierra by himself oh. holding the trophy. Oh, he was being down the Okay. And everyone was like, Russell, Russell. And then, no lie, we waited like maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds later. Oh, snap, there's Sierra. Why are they not walking with each other? She had like this mm. sad look on her face. She had the kids. He didn't. D- don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Looks like her future is pretty bleak, huh? <sighs> Aggie. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, since we're <clears throat> since we're on the topic of anyway, before I, before we get into our NFL talk, the little bit that we have, which consists of. Anyway, um, Pam, will there be an episode of Melon and Matt this week? Or? Yes, there will. Um, I actually said I wasn't going to talk that much this week, but uh, I love you guys and I miss y'all. So with strep throat and all, I've been giving y'all my voice. So, of course, if I give it to y'all, you know me and Miss Cashley going to come with it this week for a new episode of the Melon and Matt. We have a lot to discuss. A lot to catch up on. Dirty 2K22 came out. Well, as far as their roster came out, we're going to get some reactions on that. We're going to talk New Japan. Kota Ibushi is out right now. So we're going to, I'm not going to give you guys all the goods, but just know it's going to be a great, great show and make sure you tune in this week. All right. Um, so you can catch the Melon and Matt on Fridays. Uh, the live broadcast will be here on Stereo at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, though we're not going to be able to say standard anymore because daylight saving time is on its way. But anyway, you can listen to the Melanin Matt here on Stereo Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Hope I'm saying that time right, Pam? That for this week, yes. Uh, but starting next week, we will be moving to Tuesdays. So, yeah. Got to make some some changes to go around my crazy schedule. And shout out again to my co-host, Cashley. She's the absolute best. If you guys aren't following her here on Stereo, you need to. But she's amazing. Shout outs to her. I will always shout her out because she really is truly that good. So, yeah, you'll catch an episode this week on Friday. But next week, we will be moving to Tuesdays. All right. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Catch the melon in that this week. And if you go uh, on Friday, excuse the door opening sound that just came from. Um, so you're going to see the melon that here on stereo at 6.30 p.m. this Friday coming up. That would be March the 4th. And then starting next next week on uh, the melon in that news will be to Tuesday here on stereo and published the next day or the day after, wherever you can find your podcast. Well, thank you again, Pam. And now let's get into some NFL talk. It's not going to be that much, um, but there's a story that is going on that needs to be talked about. And I'm just going to say this. 
Flaky Rogers, can you just make a fucking decision of whether you're going to play next year? If you're going to play in Green Bay, if you're going to ask for a trade, or are you just going to fucking retire? So, the talk this week, <clears throat> the talk this week, well, this past week was that uh, I believe that it was on Friday, it was Thursday or Friday, Aaron Rodgers made an Instagram post which appeared to say, uh, gave the appearance of, oh, I think I'm hanging my cleats up. But then again, it was him saying, oh, me and, uh, I forgot what his former now, former fiance name is. Oh, yeah, we're not together anymore. So, the news on Thursday was, <clears throat> and, and a report that was published by Richard Report and ESPN, via ESPN, um, Aaron Rodgers reportedly won't keep the Green Bay Packers waiting for an answer about his future much longer. Uh, Diana Rossini reported that he will inform the Packers of his decision soon, and multiple teams have already made trade offers. Uh, she reported that that she reported also reported that nothing can happen regarding a trade until the Packers allow it. Okay, guys, what do you think? What do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? Is he going to Retire? Is he going to sign on the contract with Green Bay? Is he going to ask for a trade? What do you think? At this point, I have no clue. We all know what he did last year. He waited to like just wait, made us wait, wait, wait. I mean, I think after everybody saw his Instagram posts and all the thank yous and everything, they okay, he's going to retire. But then, you know, he's like, oh, I still haven't made up my mind. Well, he said he's going to do it soon. I have no clue. I honestly have no idea what to think about this. Okay, Greg, what do you think? And Greg's staying on mute, so I think I already know his answer. Oh, there he is. Now, sorry, my phone broke up. What was the question? I said, what do, um, do you think, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? Is he going to retire? Is he going to sign another contract with the Packers? Or is he going to force a trade? I think he's going to retire because at this point he'll look at worse than Antonio Brown. Like just pick a fucking team. Say you want to go to San Francisco. Like you want to, you want to be in California, but the issue is they're not going to move their pieces for anybody, especially Aaron Rodgers, only for him to do the same shit. And in my personal opinion, but, and you know, for me, I don't give a fuck where he goes. He can go to Detroit for all I care. He ain't winning shit. He gonna get another MVP. To do the bare fucking minimum. Okay. All right. Uh, I really don't know. I, I just, like I, like I said, just make a fucking decision, Rogers. Please. Please. For the sake of sanity. Please. All right. Um, I'm tired of talking about Tom Brady. I'm not going to talk about Tom Brady. Um, but I will go here. So, over the past week or so, over the past week or so, there has been a lot of big money moves in this in the area in, the ter- in terms of broadcasting. So we had Troy Aikman leave Fox and sign a fifteen million dollar a year deal to go over and be in the be in the Monday Night Football booth. Um, now there's talk of. There's talk of Alan Michaels leaving leaving NBC to go and do the Thursday night games on Amazon. 
Um, who knows what Joe Buck is going to do? Now that Troy Aikman, his longtime broadcast partner, is now gone, whether he will move to NBC or if he will go, if he's going to uh, go to Amazon or who, who knows. Um, so yeah, that's that. Any thoughts about that? I mean, who cares about the broadcasters? They only need to talk once a week, unless you're Tony Long. I, I think Troy Aikman got sick and tired of Joe Buck. Just like all of us have. <laughs> that's that, that I mean, true. What he did, but in his contract, he did have an <clears throat> when he <clears throat> he did have an out um, that if um, if a if a network offered him two million dollars or more um, a year, that he could. Opt out of this, opt out of this contract, and go at any time. And that's what ESPN did. But here's my thing about ESPN: Why not move Peyton and Eli into the main booth? You know, I like their show. I, I you know, I like that alternate broadcast. So let's put them on the main broadcast. How about, how about that? They want to do the main broadcast. The main broadcast, and. They get more viewers watching them, and you know their aspects of the game during the game on ESPN too. Because, yeah, I, but you know why? You know why that is? Because the the current ESPN, the current Monday night, the regular Monday night crew sucks. Who wants to listen to right. Steve the, Levy? Who wants to listen? Yeah, to the Brian only one, the, the only one that I like on that Monday night crew is Lewis Riddick. What I like. I agree. I agree. Steve Lee, boring. Brian Greasy, uh, living off the name of his dad. But anyway, that's that's it for that. And the last bit of news, going back to good old Russell Russell Trump. I mean Wilson. Is he? Will Will he? Will he get traded, or will he stay in Seattle? I think he gets traded. He's getting getting traded. He's going to San Francisco now because Sierra's pregnant. He's staying in California. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's my hot take. Okay. All right. All right, moving right along. There's nothing, you know, the combines this week, but other than that, nothing happens until the beginning of the new year. Uh, and we will see if Aaron Rodgers makes a fucking decision and if Russell Wilson gets traded and whoever else. Um, because, yeah, the NFL's in this dark period right now <clears throat> until the new year. Starts. Can I give a hot take real right. quick? Go ahead. Um, it's related to football, more so like college sports. I've been following a player for a week now, and I feel like this statement, I want it to come true so I can say I was the first one who said it. J.J. McCarthy is the quarterback of the future. Where does he go to college? Yeah, I've never heard of him. J.J. McCarthy, just I need you guys to know, like, he, in my personal opinion, he is the fucking future. So he's like, once he's the second string quarterback for, um, was it for Michigan? And I'm not a Michigan fan at all. I think he's like, a, he has to be a freshman, right? He's number five on there. And he is 
just watching his highlights, I'm like, he's the guy. In a couple years, we're going to be like, yo, like J.J. McCarthy, like where we get that name from? It's like, yep, Greg brought him up. I, I want to own that. So mm. please don't be a bust. Please just, please don't be a fucking bust. He's what, like 19? So yeah, like, please, just please don't be a bust. I think their quarterback, their starting quarterback, he's a senior this year. And I just, I have high hopes for this kid at 19. So I've been looking at his clips. I feel like he is going to be the the next, like, quarterback for the future. Like, Burrow's going to have his couple years and everything like that. Sure. But J.J. McCarthy, man, he, he has the right mechanics, all the tangibles that I like from a football player. So whatever team he's going to, I'm going to let you know now. I'm going to be rooting for them because, actually, I, I don't want to say that, and then he ends up in fucking Dallas. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just know I'm a fan of J.J. McCarthy. That, that's all I want to say. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm heading on Bleacher Report. Um, <clears throat> so, we have a couple of voicemails related to uh, the Aaron Rodgers and, and Eli talk. So, here we go. No one cares what Aaron Rodgers is going to do anymore. Uh, you got I agree with him. I just want him Fully to agree make a fucking decision. Just make a fucking decision, Aaron. That's it. Make but a fucking decision. But you, that's the thing. Bro, like, nobody gives a fuck about it. When he makes the decision, it's not going to be... He thinks he's going to have, like, that LeBron impact with the decision. It's like, bro, nobody gives a fuck. Because what's going to happen is, like it always does, he's going to end up just going back to Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay because, like, he, he knows, like, where his chickens can hatch. It's... It's not happening anywhere else. If it's not San Francisco or the Chargers, it's not going anywhere. He's not going to Miami. He's not going to New England. He's not going to fucking um, Vegas. Any team that really wants him is going to have to go and give up something that they don't want to give up for a disgruntled-ass player like Aaron Rodgers. Who in the hell do you know ends up winning MVP, You know, having the season that they had, losing and then all of a sudden bitching about where they want to go and making such a fucking spectacle other than Aaron Rodgers. It's like, bro, the team gave you everything you wanted last year. Every fucking thing. You right now, you have the team that you need. That's the team that clearly can win with you. And next year when they don't win, you're like, all right, well, damn, was it Aaron Rodgers the entire time? That would be the speculation. But the issue is he's going to end up going to a team that's even worse and he doesn't have the best receiver in the game. So... Honestly, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Like we, I won't say I don't care because wherever he goes, it's just gonna be like cool. You're there. I just rather him stay in Green Bay and just continue to win, but not get all the way because it's going to happen. So, <laughs> nope. no, like, all right, go ahead. Oh no, I'm I'm just done. I'm just I'm sick of hearing about that you. guy, man. Like it's like like I think we all are. like he, he just does a lot, like. All season, like, you know, he was talking about how he's getting in good with his family, how he had the situation, like, I think he was, like, engaged to, like, the actress or whatever. As soon as he loses, you know what he does? Stops talking to his dad again and breaks up with his fiance. It's like, like you're a fucking diva, bro. Like, pick a fucking team. You know where he wants to go? He wants to go to fucking uh, Cleveland. Because losers like being in Cleveland. No, no offense, Lou. No, no why, why would I? Why would I take offense? No, only reason I'm saying no, that is because you're closer. And, yeah, but 
as somebody who, you know, is closer to Cleveland than we are, I, I know the, the, the smell of Cleveland sometimes lingers. And hey. Baker Mayfield is every bit, he, he is like, he's like that, it's, he's like a dirty sponge. He's like, yo, like, you know what? Like, you know what? Yeah, the sponge is dirty, but I got to get this dish clean. Like, that, that's who Baker Mayfield is. So if Aaron Rodgers goes there, he'll just, he'll be a good playoff team. Aaron Rodgers come to Cleveland, then we can whoop his ass twice a year. Yo, I just, if he goes to Pittsburgh, though, I'm telling you this now, Lou, you're never hearing the fucking end of it. You will never, he, he, all season, he's not I'm good telling you, Pittsburgh. if he goes to Pittsburgh, to Pittsburgh, Lou, if Pittsburgh goes to Pittsburgh, just know this is going to be the roughest sports desk episode for you <laughs> every fucking week. Until week one. I'm going to let up for week two. Okay. <laughs> all preseason, all week one. How, all, how many weeks oh is it going to last? Yo, no, it's only going to last up until week two. So week one, I have to, because if he goes into Pittsburgh and they win fucking like 45 to seven, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I got to shut up. But if he ends up going to Pittsburgh in this offseason because Ben is out and he feels like, yo, like he has everything he needs. I am going to. I might lose it. I might lose. I might have to go and see my therapist again. I, I might have to no, go see I, my therapist. I, I, I kind of want this to happen now. <laughs> Yo, if this if that shit happens, I'm signing up for BetterHelp or fucking uh, some type of therapy because. <laughs> Yo, I, I can't see Aaron Rodgers going to Pittsburgh, and if they start losing, and then they end up firing Tomlin. <laughs> because fucking yo, I, actually, I wanted to. I have. I wanted to. I wanted to happen. Oh, oh boy, can you imagine? Okay, uh, you, you, you do I've been, I've been doing like, some reading, stuff like that, and I think I have an inside track of who the Steelers are really, really looking at right now, as far as no, the quarterback. Do not say Russell no. Wilson, please. No, no, Thank no, God. no, no. Um. Probably gonna laugh at it, but it's um, Mitchell Trubisky. Carson Wentz. No, Mitch, oh hell no, Mitch Trubisky. You just say gonna say Cam Newton? No, please God, you, I don't want Cam Newton to Pittsburgh. Um, so moving right along. Mitch Trubisky. Oh my god, yo, I'd rather fart my hand and smell it. What the fuck, Mitch Trubisky? What the. F- Q. Don't ask me what. What else do we have? Mitch Trubisky. Oh what? Oh my God. You know what? Um, so, moving right along to the NBA. And you know what? The title of the show right now is Who Drained the Lake Show? Oh, man. Before oh, you man. start, we got four voice notes just chilling. You want to get into those? Oh, they can chill for a little bit longer. They can chill for a little bit longer. I, you know what? You know what? Let's, here we go. You cannot put Eli Manning in the booth. He sounds like a fucking retard. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Nope. <laughs> the views expressed by the guests of the show, uh, those, are the, uh, those are the guests, and we do not represent the views 
of the host of the Young Black and Proud Sports Session. Good disclaimer out there. Uh, next voicemail. The fucking Pittsburgh Steelers better not put Mitchell Trubinsky on their roster. <laughs> he is trash. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I never Mitchell said he was good. I never oh once said God. he was good. I just said that, that that's what I've been reading about. Yo, if they go get Mitch Trubisky, you know what? They, I have a better chance of getting a fucking Buffalo Bills tattoo. Miss Trubisky being a starting quarterback, especially for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But if that happens, yo, they might be up there with pin this. Somebody please pin this. Yeah. If if the Steelers end up getting Mitchell Trubisky and he's a starter week one, you gonna get a Buffalo Bills tattoo? Nope. I will become actually (laughs) I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. I will get I will get a Washington Commanders jersey. Oh. And, um, and wear it. Every episode. And wear it. <laughs> and wear get, it. The, get the black jersey. The black jersey. I like the black jersey. But if you want to make this no. even more sacramental, sentimental, get that ugly, that ugly as what they call burgundy. Get that one. No, no. the white with the, the white. The, no, 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 not even the burgundy one. The burgundy ones are fine. Get the, the white jersey with the fake burgundy letters. Uh, oh no! You, you get what I'm trying to say. Oh no! I don't need this in my life. I take it all back. Yeah, you, 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 you take, take it all back. back. Move it right along. Move it right along. Take it all. Move it right along. Oh my goodness! So, ah, uh, who wants to go first? Man? Who wants to go first? Man? Who, 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 who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? First of all, okay, I'll go first. Yeah, so you go. Last ahead. night, so Sunday, Sunday night, I again, I didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights on the report. The Lakers got, got curb stomped by the New Orleans Pelicans. It was so bad. It was so bad that Jimmy Buss left in the third quarter. The fans were booing in the third quarter. And there was video that surfaced today that showed LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Trevor Reza going after fans, going back and forth with the fans. See? Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then we continue. If you did not watch the game, but you have a Twitter account, or you subscribe, or you, or you have Bleacher Report on your phone. There was a pass that DeAndre Jordan made. <laughs> airmail into the stands. <clears throat> he airmailed into the stands from half court. Guess what the Lakers did like today? Bye bye, DeAndre out. Jordan. Who wants to go first? Hey, what else is there to say? I mean, they're trash. They're they're just trash. Um, I have a lot to say, but I I, I talk a lot, so all I'm gonna say is this. Um, I fucking told y'all so. Yeah. When I say y'all, I'm talking about every Lakers fan who's been shitting on people since they won the bubble chip. 
every single one of you should be eating dirt right now. Your team is ass because y'all decided y'all wanted to be the Monstars and y'all ended up looking like the fucking New York Liberty. Y'all are garbage. Oh no, ass, trash. You, you, you know who's won more games than the Lakers at this point in the season? The team that Juana Man played for in that movie. <laughs> oh, I, I'd rather watch Uncle Drew than watch the Lakers lose in the fashion they lost a night ago. That shit is garbage. LeBron, I don't even want to give him any blame because I like LeBron now. I'm a fan of LeBron now. But boy, when you make the decisions as a player, a coach, and an executive, boy, they come back to bite you in the ass when they don't pan out. LeBron has a thing of like every season he has to retool his entire lineup. I guarantee I guarantee you, Q, he wishes he still had that 2020 roster. He fucking wish he did. You traded away everybody for breadcrumbs. He, he, I bet he, he definitely wishes he had Kyle Kuzma right now. No. Hugh, he would take... They, they let Rondo go. They let Kuzma go. They let homeboy that plays for the Pelicans go. Everybody, More importantly, the one person, Caruso. You let Caruso walk. Mm-hmm. And now you and look like I, a fucking fool. And, 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 and here's what I don't understand. You know, you know how much the Lakers are, are value that? And I may be off by like half a billion dollars. And you were afraid of paying the luxury tax, the fucking Los Angeles fucking Lakers, one Mm -hmm. of the the marquee franchise in the NBA. You were afraid of paying or going in, going deeper into the tax to pay Alex Caruso. Yep. Um, Dr. Bus is rolling over in his grave right now. And I'm not even, you know, I hate the Lakers. But Dr. Bus, Dr. Jerry Bus is rolling over in his grave. If Jerry Bus was alive, you know he's cutting in check. I have nothing positive to say about this team. And the reason why is because we had to hear talks of how good they were going to be for the past three years. And even with, I hate like taking away the championship because I feel like I shouldn't have to do that because they earned it. Regardless how they got it, they earned it. Cool. But what now? Um, a lot, you know, I don't want to put all the pressure on LeBron because like LeBron's won. Cool. I'm going to say something disrespectful and I hope it is taken in the way that I intended. Anthony Davis don't want to play ball when he's losing. Notice what I said there, when he's losing. If the team is first and second place, he's healthy. But God forbid, God fucking forbid that the team is below 500, at 500, or even two or three games above it. He's injured. There's something happening. Oh, I tweaked my big toe. Oh, I got a hangnail. Oh, I got a booger in my right nostril. Like, yo, get on the fucking court. What is wrong with you? Now, I get it. He has wear and tear and shit like that. But when it comes to the Lakers, this is the same team who hates when teams celebrate when they beat the Lakers. Aren't they the same ones? We have clips of LeBron dancing courtside when his team is up by 12. 
we have clips of the Lakers dancing and parading and, you know, bullshitting around. They care more about, like, the press game conference and how they dress than they do on the court. But my, my final thought, and I'm going to be completely done with it because I don't really want to talk about the Lakers anymore. I'm at the point with them. It's just like, fuck. Um, I, I know. I got some tweets that, that roasted them that I want to read. Oh, go for it. All, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say to in my thought when it comes to the Lakers is when they get in to the you know the play-ins because God forbid like we can't have a LeBronless playoff. Cool. When they get in and they beat a team because the refs just have to get them out of the first round so it doesn't go against the Lakers and they end up losing their next round. All I'm going to say is this is what the fuck the league wanted. We're letting mediocre-ass teams get play-ins, and they don't deserve it. The Lakers are going to be one of them, and I hope that after this year, they completely abandon that shit and go back to the top eight. The Lakers should not even have an opportunity to sniff the playoffs at the way that they're playing. That's all I got to say. They may not. They may not even get in the play-in at all. But, oh, Twitter went to town. Twitter went to town on the Lakers last night. Ooh, let me just find some good, good tweets. The best ones. So, Shannon Sharp said, my, quote, my surgically repaired hip doesn't hurt as bad as watching the Lakers play. This is painful. No further comments will be provided. Kendrick Perkins had a couple of tweets. Here's the first one he said. All BS aside, the Lakers are really disrespecting the game of basketball. That bad body language and careless basketball ain't it. Show some type of pride and respect for the game. Carry on. Skip Bayless said this. <clears throat> Lakers down 30 at the three quarters at the crib. <clears throat> Excuse me. LeBron and Westbrook, seven turnovers each. Somebody will have to pay for this. Somebody will have to go. You know, and I know, it will be Vogel. Well, we already seen someone lose their job because it wasn't Frank Vogel. It was DeAndre Jordan. You were right along. It's the second tweet that Kendrick Perkins said. The Pelicans need to break off the Lakers tonight, and it looks so bad that, sadly, it might cause Vogel his job. Either way, I don't think he deserves to lose his job, but ain't no way in hell Something don't happen after that embarrassment. Carry on. And the last week, this is by uh, Trevor Lane saying that <clears throat> he said, Richard Jefferson says the Lakers need to find the energy to just be respectful to the game of basketball, and he's not wrong. <sighs> um, there's more, but I'm not going to read all of them. <laughs> There was plenty more. Yeah, Twitter went to town on the Lakers last night. And, yeah, this season, disaster. You trade away, you trade away your depth for a player that honestly shouldn't be in the league now. Russell Westbrook is that bad. And, you know, uh, Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook is that bad. He's not even a replacement. The, the only the only way that Russell, the only reason that Russell Westbrook is like hailed as one of the, the top point guards or whatever is because of the empty stats 
of a triple double. But he can't shoot. He turns the ball over. His athleticism is gone. So what is he? And then <clears throat> the Lakers are stuck with him for one more year because you know he's not turning he's down forty-seven million. He's not turning down forty-seven million dollars. He's a name on the roster. And they, people see Russell Westbrook, and that's what they think: triple double. But you all know that triple double doesn't is at this point now. <laughs> you get a triple double, you have ten turnovers with twelve rebounds and eleven assists. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just, just <laughs> now you know. Now I see why general manager LeBron James in Clutch Sports is mad with the real general man, the the general manager on paper of the Lakers, Rob Palenka. <laughs> well, they they got one year to figure it out. Actually, they don't have one year. Actually, they don't have one year. LeBron's a free agent after the season. Yeah, he has a play option. Well, he's going to go wherever, whatever team drafts his son. That part. That part again. He said it. He already said it too. So yeah, he said, he said it to the Austin. He said it on the. Uh, he said it on All Star Weekend. Well. From a shit show called the Lakers to prediction time. Well, yeah, well, I guess. The best team in the NBA is who? Me at this point. Jesus Christ. Who's the best team in the NBA right now? I mean, uh, in, in the, just in the NBA period? Um, at this point in the season, right now, who's the best team in the NBA? I think, I think you got to go Golden State. I mean, even though they've been slipping up a little bit, but I mean, it's it's there's a lot. It, it, it's it's up in the air right now. There's probably, I'd say, probably six teams right now that that you could call the best team in the NBA. Okay, so you want to go to state, uh, Greg? What you've seen so far, which I know is not much, who's the what team is the best? Which who's the best team in the NBA? Right now? Chicago. DeMar DeRozan had an incredible month in February. He averaged 30, what, 36 points this month. There is a team that I forgot. There is a team that I forgot. It was Phoenix. They do have the and best record. And I was going and I was and I was just going there. Yes. I would say it's Phoenix, but you know, I don't it know was Phoenix. It, it was exactly, Phoenix because they just lost Chris Paul for a while. For eight, for six to eight weeks. And, 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 and you know what? It, it's, it, it's really like every time, uh, you know, whenever Chris Paul is on a team, 
that is like at the top of the at the top of the conference or going on a deep playoff run, or you know, you know, just the playoffs going on a deep playoff run, whatever. The injury bug always seems to strike. It happened last year when they even when they made to, made to the finals. Remember that shoulder injury. Uh, his years with the Clippers. His years with the Clippers. They, you know, get into the second round. He, uh, it, it, it'll be some, uh, another type of, it'll be, it'll be this injury or that injury. When he was in Houston, and Houston had a chance to beat the, beat the Warriors when they won 73 games. What happened to Chris Paul that year? I think, what, he, he hurt his hamstring or something? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was his hamstring. It just never fails when it comes to Chris Paul. We all know that he's a Hall of Famer. He's a point. He's a, he's the point yeah. guard. He's a Hall. Of, uh, he's oh, yeah. the first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, but man, I just want the Any man t- to win a ring. He's not going to. Any team that has to depend on Chris Paul is not going to win. You heard it here: first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Chris Paul, he. He was in his prime up until 2013, and it's been a downhill slope ever since. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to give people bad expectations because unlike the NFL, when you say that you're going to retire or when the league decides that it's time for you to go, they just let you go. It's not like the NFL was like, you know what? I feel like retiring this year. And then they just instantly put you on a playoff team that's going to, you know, just get you there and get you a ring. The NBA is not like that. And Chris Paul has had at least two opportunities to be on a championship team. And you know where he was at? On a contender. Chris Paul will always be on a contending team because he thinks about, and no disrespect to him, money first. I think Chris Paul is more concerned about his legacy being financed than winning that ring. He knows he's going to be a Hall of Famer. So why the fuck does he need rings? When you look at the play, you know, there are a lot of players in the league who are Hall of Famers. They ain't one shit. But you know what? They got stats and they got the respect of their peers. And Chris Paul is going to be one of them. Okay. So we have a comment related to this topic. So me, the best team in the NBA right now has to go to the Memphis Wizards. Ooh, sneaky. I like that. I, yes. I was going to say the sneaky John, good team right John now. John Morant. John Morant tonight. 52 points. And he caught a body. He caught another body. Yako Portal, your grave has been dug. Yeah, I, I saw that dunk too. Oh, that dunk was sick. That dunk yeah. was sick. Oh, my God. All right, so um, moving right along. Uh, was there a number at UFC this weekend? Was it was it two seventy one or something? Was it was was it just a fight night? It, it was so bad it didn't even matter, bro. Like, like, yeah, it was bad. No need to talk about it then. All right. Um, last thing before we get into the awards, yeah, baseball, y'all fucking up. But you know what? No one's going to fucking care because no one's going to watch y'all. And with that being said, awards. Anybody got something for this week? Real quick, what they're doing right now with, with baseball, they're trying to get something done 
before midnight because midnight's a deadline before they start canceling games. So I just read something uh, on Twitter that they're trying to get something done. So mm-hmm. who knows? It, it might get done, might not. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. Um, personally, I would love to take my daughter to a baseball game um, this year because, like, outdoors, you know, go and get like a nose bleeding and be, you know, cause the nationals ain't that good any fucking way to begin with. So go into like a, a nosebleed seat or even like move down because it's not going to be that many people there. Um, I would love to do it. The issue is like, there just might not be a season and I'm not mad about it. Um, they already get paid too much money. That's, what? Yeah. And well, they um, won't be getting paid now, but, uh, yeah. uh, but, uh, but to piggyback on, to piggyback on that point, um, shout out to um, Mr. National, employee number 11, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Zimmerman, who uh, decided after 17 years with the France, with the Nationals, who was their first ever, their first ever draft pick um, when, they, when they moved from Montreal to D.C., uh, he, decided to, he decided to hang them up uh, it was two weeks ago. Um, when, I, when, I, when I heard the news, I cried a little. I cried a little. Please. For us being here in DC, not having a team, having to root for the shitty Orioles <clears throat> for all those years until 2005, and even, even through the years of the National were bad, like terribly bad, like 100 loss, back to back 100 loss seasons. Though those seasons did produce Steven Strasburg and that. That fucker in, who's now in Philly, who I won't name, Ryan Zimmerman was there. He was the face of the franchise. He was Mr. National. You know, he was Mr. National. Employee number 11. He stuck through the bad times. You know, three. It was exciting um, to see him. Um, Post up that World Series trophy in 2019 and beat those cheaters and beat those cheaters in these Nationals. Um, yep. Class act all around. <clears throat> class act all around. Uh, he's going to be missed. He's going to be missed. I'm, I'm going to miss watching him in the game, but you know he's already said that he is. He, you know he's going to still be around the team. Actually, he has a personal service five year personal service contract, so he's going to be around. Uh, the day they announce, if there is a baseball season this season, the day they announce that they're putting number 11 in the, in the rafters of the National Park, I will be there. I will definitely be there. I don't care how much it, it will cost me. But, um, so, and congratulations on retirement, Ryan and Mr. National, employee number 11. Um, you know, it's, it's rare for a player, and especially in these times, where player movement and player freedom is like big and everything, but for someone to spend their entire career in one organization, don't not think think about free agency, didn't go meet with other teams, never demanded never demanded a trade, never you know got to that point where he wanted to leave DC. Uh, shout out to an incredible career. Shout out to an incredible career. Like I say, when, when I hope that I hope the learners don't fuck this up, like that team that plays in Landover at that garbage dump called FedEx Field 
and how they fucked up with Sean Taylor. The learners, Ted Learner, Mark Learner, Mike Rizzo, do this man right. Opening day should be the day they retire number 11. That number should never be worn again in that it Should never be worn by national ever again. That being said, we have one, <clears throat> one, we have one baseball comment, so I'm going to play that and then we're going to get into our rewards for this week. Here we go. Baseball is dead. The only way to bring baseball back is to bring steroids back. I agree with him. I agree with John. Okay. Well, to his point, well, to his point, um, uh, a couple weeks ago or something, uh, I think that they ended testing for steroids. Um, Because I think that, I think that might've been part of this new collective, collective bargaining agreement too. But the last I heard, that's um, that was the word that uh, they they cannot test for steroids anymore unless it's in a new collective bargaining agreement. So, I mean, it might be back. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Well, that's interesting to see. Well, well first thing you see, they're going to make a deal. They're going to make a deal before eleven fifty nine. But yeah, why not? All right, awards. Who wants to go first? I actually, for the first time in a while, I don't have any awards. It's hard to give awards on shit that you don't watch. So, um, yeah, no awards for me. Um, I do have expectations, though. Um, if I don't, if you don't mind me giving expectations, because we didn't touch on this last week. Um, go right ahead, dear and. Dear NBA, I don't want you to think that I'm hating when I say this, but I mean everything I'm about to say. I implore you to follow social media. Look at the athletes that are dunking and invite them to the dunk contest. I would rather see street ballers do the dunk contest than the athletes who do the dunk contest. If not, make a rule for the NBA players that are in the dunk contest of simply having to recreate dunks from the past. When I say recreate, they have to do that dunk. Do J.R. Ryder's dunk. Do Michael Jordan's dunk. Dominique Wilkins' dunk. Vince Carter's dunk. Shit, Blake Griffin's dunk. Do it in some variant where it makes sense because clearly they can do the dunk. They did the dunk. You should be able to do the dunk. I don't want to see gimmicks like people wearing fucking Tim's. I, I don't want to see a dude try the same dunk 11 times. Keep, keep it simple. Do a dunk that already exists that, yeah, it happened 15, 20 years ago. Do it yourself. If you can do Jordan's dunk, you know what? That's a 50 in my eyes. I'd rather see somebody recreate that than somebody trying to reinvent the wheel. And if you can't do that, NBA... There's plenty of athletes that we see on TikTok and Instagram who do dunks. I'm like, yo, how the fuck can they do it? But somebody who's fucking 6'10 can't. Like, make it make sense to me. So it's not an award. It's just, you know, acknowledgement for improvement. Because 
If I have to sit through another all-star weekend that's in a terrible town, in a terrible city for a losing-ass team that I don't like and players that nobody gives a fuck about doing a terrible-ass dunk contest for the sixth straight year, yeah, mm-hmm. I- I'm going to lose my shit. I'm-, I'm really going to lose my shit. The dunk contest was so fucking bad this year. You know, you you have to know that the you know that is so bad. Actually, I only want to say the dunk contest. NBA All Star Weekend was so fucking bad. The celebrities came with their wives. I, I know how fucked up that sounds. I, I know how I, I know how fucked up that sounds, but it's the honest to God truth. What NBA All-Star Weekend have you ever seen where, like, you have, like, two chains, Mr., like, you know, stripper poles and hoes and bitches and shit like that, right? He's doing a, a couple's game for All-Star Weekend, right? When you're seeing celebrities hanging out with their boo, I don't mind that they do it, but my thing is they're not entertained. You know, you know the NBA All-Star Weekend is so bad when Shaq is yawning doing the event. Shaq went from holding up a camera that was every bit of 36 pounds to fucking snoring in the middle of a game. Yeah. That, that's all I have to say. So my, my award is just an award for honorable mention looks for improvements because whew, that, that was bad. And if I, I don't get a fucking DC All-Star Weekend in the next five years, I'm a fucking flip. I'm, I'm definitely going to fucking flip. I feel like I deserve to actually have an all-star weekend here because I can't get a Super Bowl. I would like to drink for all-star weekend in D.C. That's it. That's all I got. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, you, you're you good. I don't have no sports, no awards. That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, was shit. Yeah, yeah, last week was tough. Uh, I don't have any myself. Um, well, I do. It's an honorary award to the worst owner to the worst owner in sports, Daniel Mark Snyder, because fuck you. That's why. All right. With that being said, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, you y'all catch me on Twitter uh, at Little Italy L I T T L I T A L Y. Oh, well, see, I was actually trying to figure out why Aaron (laughs) Gordon lost the dunk contest. So that's where you can find me at, looking at old highlights of how he was robbed in the 2020 slam dunk contest. Because fuck the dunk contest. He was robbed. Dude, you can find me looking at the dunk contest from 2020. Because fuck this shit. Um, Well, you can find me digging the grave that John Morant has placed... Jaco Portland tonight. Anyway, you can find the show. <laughs> you can find the show on Twitter at Robbie Vomit. You can follow us on that god awful space called Instagram at Young Black Pod. Um, with that being said, we'll see you next week. Y'all have a good week. Actually, actually, before we get out of here, let me just play these voice notes real quick. Here we go. Oh, okay. Sorry, I did not mean to throw a tomato. <laughs> That shit was funny, though. I'm like, hey, you doing tomato with me? Is that that bad? Anyway, it's all good, brother. Next, next, next one. Here you go. Just a quick update. 
Ben Balor is now the Intercontinental Champion. That is so sad. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last voice now. <laughs> Did he just say they came with the wives? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you sure did. Oh, next week, we'll, next week, yeah. I think we should play one of Q's games since there won't be any sports on. We we need a Q game. Um, yeah, okay. I, I need to, I need him to come up with the Q game. Uh, actually, two. Yeah, two. We're gonna need two games. I will actually so then, since I won't be able to drink because it'll be lent at that point. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna need a game. I'm going to need a game. Okay. Okay, I'll think of something real quick. All right. You know, you, you know I can come up with them real quick. All right. All right, All right guys. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Y'all Peace. have a good week. Peace out. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.